<laughs> Whoa, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, everyone. What's going on? Okay, so uh, my name is Tolu. I'm Safi. And uh, this is... BYOB, Bring Your Own Bible. Come sit at our table, bring our... Whoa, bring your Bibles. Bring your Bibles because we're going to have a nice, um, godly conversation about, um, you know... Things that we see, things that are going on in the world, in our lives, like, yeah, and, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. lol. <laughs> <laughs> she said no phones allowed, but. Yeah. I'm no using my phone. Allowed. Are you using your phone? That's not nice. That's not allowed. What do you mean, bro? I gotta keep track of this stuff. You're right, okay. but. Anyways, on today's episode, <laughs> which is episode one, <laughs> yes, um, we got Black Lives Matter. Yes. Safi, Do Black Lives Matter? I mean, Safi, you want to start this off? Do okay. Well, I personally believe that Black Lives Matter. Now, let me explain what that means. Um, that doesn't mean that um black lives are way better than other lives i guess because i think whenever people hear that phrase it's always like oh black lives are are you saying that black lives are better than like other people's lives no it basically means that um in it just so happens that there are many black people who have been hurt and who have been brutally like murdered and um been um yeah just hurt by the police mainly yeah Facts. and so it basically just means that <laughs> their lives black lives matter as well you shouldn't be killing them you shouldn't be hurting them um so yeah it's not just like black lives matter but it's like black lives matter too there's like an invisible two at the end of it so <laughs> yeah um, I think it's all like uh it's just something that you know people don't understand in a mm-hmm. sense. Um yeah. It's not just about you know like obviously it, it it really starts from you know brutality of the police people and we can see it but you know you can you can ask you know, why brutality from police is that segregation is that you know like yeah. trying to show that you're better or you know like you're bigger than someone, right? Yeah. Um show that you're above someone. Mm-hmm. But honestly for me it's more of just like in the sense that the kind of things we do to people based on who we are in society, right, mm-hmm. matters. And I think that's yeah. what this whole Black Lives Matter movement is trying to convey. You yes. know, like, um, I can't be, I can't be because I'm like, uh, let's say, <laughs> let's say I'm a, mil- I'm a middle-aged man or like I'm a young adult, so yeah. 25 something. Yeah. I got a car, maybe I live by myself. Mm-hmm. I can't be, you know, I'm not saying you shouldn't, but be going around like a school neighborhood and like revving my car, you know, like like blasting people's ears like like that matters to some people. But yeah. at the end of the day, I have to be I have to be aware that just because I'm an older person doesn't mean that like I get to do that. Yeah. You know, like it, it's not because I'm a police. I get to ping you down. Obviously, one thing, you know, people have to be aware of is that as a citizen of North America, like you allow like you you pretty much are saying that because I'm a citizen, I allow the police and the army being the only two entities, right, that can right. use force against me, like physical force. Right. So they do have the right to use physical force against you, but, like, you know what I'm saying? It Some doesn't people abuse that power, for Exactly, sure. and so yeah. it doesn't give, it shouldn't give them the right to be all like, yo, get on the ground, yeah, right, and yeah. be like, you know, no, no, just based on acting on their emotions, right? So... It's tough because, like, you you want them to represent the law, but mm-hmm. at the same time, the law isn't emotion. Like, the, the law is emotionless, so yeah, you can't have emotions representing the law. Right? Yeah, okay. And some people think that with like a badge, because they have a badge, uh-huh. they can like force force people to do what they want. Yeah, That's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. A lot of secrecy up in this place. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so uh, <laughs> you want to hit us up with some scriptures? Yo, we're yes. gonna take God's perspective on this because. Let's not be caught slipping. Of course, um, never. <laughs> God is out here <laughs> and he's the real one. He's yeah. the real G. Yes. Like capital G. Cap- not, not, J. The, not the gangster. Oh. Like I mean capital did you Because I was saying because <laughs> I was saying J as in Jesus, but well, then you were saying capital G as in God. Don't so. get it twisted. The Son is the Lord and the Lord is the Son. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. Okay. What's the so, first scripture? Uh, you can you can you can take what you want. Okay. Um Ephesians six verse five to eight. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> if you haven't practiced flipping your Bible, welcome. <laughs> okay. Yo, yo, okay. wait for me. I ain't there yet. Um I'm not there yet either. Okay, okay I'm here. Ephesians six okay. verse five to okay. eight. Bond servants, be obedient to those who are your masters according to the flesh, with fear and trembling in sincerity of heart as to Christ, not with eye service as men pleasers, but as bond servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, with goodwill doing service to the Lord and not to men. So verse eight, right? Okay. Knowing that whatever good anyone does, he will receive the same from the Lord, whether he is a slave or free. And I was reading in New King James, so. I am legit servants. I wonder, you know, I think we need to define the context of this. Hmm. Who's a servant? Who's a servant? Because um, it's Paul who wrote this, right? Yes. I think, I think just directly looking at this, I see, like, us being servants and God being our master. Um, yeah, like the, I think the verses would technically be talking about us, like doing services as to God and not to men, because like we are the servants and God is our master. So we're serving God. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. But I mean, he's writing this to, I guess the church in Ephesians, mm -hmm. Ephesians is a place, right? So, um, I think what's really cool, uh, I guess, that's like it, it starts to you know trickle on you know into your mind that like goes into the deeper things about like Black Lives Matter is uh is uh f like the second half of five and then the beginning of six. It's like um, it says in singleness of heart as unto Christ, mm -hmm. and then not with eye service as men pleasers. Mm. but unto the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. Honestly, I think, like, the context in this is uh, is tough because yeah, one thing is that, <laughs> like, you want to say yes. If a, if, a, if a police officer is a Christian, mm. can you say that they're, That police I guess, officer is bad. <laughs> no, but, like, you know, like, are you saying that technically they can, they can be more of... Um, a better police officer because they are Christian and they're doing oh. their service as if they were doing it unto Christ. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think they're definitely because in the context of this verse, I think there wouldn't be like racial profiling. I mean, there, there might maybe like deep in like that cop's heart, there might be like some sort of racial profiling, but like, um, they won't really like outrightly show that because they're supposed to be serving God. So then if they do happen to catch someone that was, um, that was, uh, like breaking the law, they wouldn't like use excessive force on them. They would just like, they would be as calm as possible. Hopefully, you know, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, there wouldn't be, I would hope that the scriptures like this would have been like worked in his heart so that his interactions with people, whether they're good people or whether they're people they're trying to arrest, they will um, like, like he won't be, I guess, rude to them. Like not really rude to them, but then he won't like, He'll treat them with respect as if have a people. Christian standpoint. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I see. Yeah. He'd be objective. Yeah. You know, and verse seven even kicks it even harder. It goes with goodwill doing service as to the Lord and not to men. Right? So imagine you're you're a police officer, you're cruising in your cop cruiser <laughs> <laughs> and you see um let's say 
two young, no, two young teenagers or like, you know, two young adults, 18, 19, yeah. maybe around the corner, they were running from something and, you know, someone was chasing them, right? Mm-hmm. So you start to investigate the situation, yeah, right? And, you know, you're not doing your service as like, oh, I'm treating you because I am the law. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm serving you, but mm. technically you're doing this service in terms of keeping people safe mm. as unto God mm-hmm. because let's let's be real God doesn't really want you know people to die without him without them knowing him you right. know what I mean so yeah. um yo this one is a little bit tough I'm not gonna lie yeah I by, by the grace of God uh, we'll have more understanding as we you know as we look into things like this and see um how things that happen in the world relate to the Bible and relate to God's word. Cause, Hmm. Uh, yeah, for sure. I'm <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, should we move on? Yeah. Probably take the next scripture or do we just take like the next subtopic? Cause guys, you got to stay organized out here. Yes. Nobody's trying to be a mess. Of course. Um, can I just say one more point? Go ahead. Okay. I'm, I'm not, go um, ahead. Also, whoops. My phone almost fell. I thought you said you weren't using your phone. Um, you know, I'm not using my phone for the Bible. Oh, yeah. So you didn't specify, no, huh? I didn't specify. Uh-huh. You're not allowed to have <laughs> phones here at this table unless, unless, like, you have to bring your Bibles <laughs> and you have to use your Bible, like your actual hard copy Bible, to sit with us. You can't be using your phone. You can't. No U version allowed here. No. Um, blue letter bible either also king james version only no offense to other translations while it's good and it does help you understand yeah there's some key things that when you you know it makes it easier to study the bible when you don't understand it in your own language yeah right and i feel like a lot of people when they understand english and they read the bible and it's broken down into the english of today Mm -hmm. they don't necessarily do a lot of research but when you take you know you peel back the king king whoa king james wow (laughs) king james yo (laughs) the king james version (laughs) yeah and you can i say look at you know different meaning of certain words and different translations in different languages Mm -hmm. especially like the the more historically correct languages i would say but like you know hebrew greek maybe Mm -hmm. some latin like you start to really understand what it means, right? Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, go ahead and share your points. Um, it's funny because my Bible is New King James, so but I definitely agree with. It's either I'm I'm not gonna lie, it's either King James or New King James. It's better to have King James, but you know, if you're like a starting Christian and you just want like something, not something like the Bible that's the real that's real. But you don't want to sift through the thighs and the thous and withersoever's, then I guess you can. <laughs> I guess you can have New King James. Anyways, to add to uh, my Black Lives Matter point, I kind of forgot to say it in the beginning, but saying all lives matter as to combat Black Lives Matter is wrong. Let me explain. Um, there's this. Uh, there's this um, analogy that. Um, I think it's been used a lot in the media, but it's basically if there is a neighborhood and um, none of the houses are on fire, but just one house is on fire and um, yeah, like the firefighter will just go to that house that's on fire, right? He wouldn't water down all the other houses because, you know, that's a waste of resources and like the other houses don't need it. So in a sense it makes sense for the firefighter to just water down the house that's on fire. So you can definitely um, relate that to the um, sentiment of Black Lives Matter because it's a lot, there are a lot of black lives that have been hurt and harmed at the hands of the police and the hands of like, mainly police. The justice society. the, The justice system. So, yeah, just to add to (laughs) my point there. No, 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 that was was good. Yeah. That was good. It's important, you know, it's important and people need to know because at the end of the day, you can say all lives matter, but it's all about the context and where, like, the root of it is, you know? Yeah. 
if you look at a weed, you can't just chop the weed off. Mm. You gotta go for the root and yeah. figure out what's really going on there because that reflects, you know, everything else you see. Yes. So, yeah, you know, and thank goodness we're in America, like, or at least North America. Yeah. Because in some other countries, you don't really have an opinion for certain things like this that you yes. can project out like that. Yeah, of you course. Know? Mm-hmm. And so, again, America, uh, North America, thank God. Yeah. But next point in Christ, (laughs) even though I just debunked, but all lives matter. But in Christ, um, all lives matter technically. Now, what does Mm. now what on earth does that mean? Very true. Um, every everyone is precious in God's eyes, whether you're black, you're white, you're Asian, whatever. Um, so as christians if we see another person suffering it is in our nature as to help them somehow whether it's through prayers whether it's like physically helping them whether it's through money like resources whatever there's we have to help them so if we see a situation in which there are some people that are being uh hurt or like I keep saying hurt or harmed, but you know those are no, but that that's really it. Yeah, that's, that's really is people who are hurt or who can't harmed. help themselves. Yeah, basically, um, and we don't feel like not like we feel like emotional, but like if our heart doesn't reach out to them in some way, there's something wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So and I think you give the example of um, was it the. Uh, you know, I don't want to use any derogatory term, de- derogatory terms. Well, I can't speak today. Mm-hmm. This is terrible. <laughs> Anyways, the harlot, you know. Oh yes. Who um, well, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> if you caught slipping, you caught sleeping. Anyways, <laughs> she was out here and yeah. So man's were about to stone her because you know. Yes. They, that's they, what they happens. Were going to stone that, that's that's, that's what happens in the society. Like you can't be caught sleeping around with other guys and expect to walk away scotch free. Yeah, that that's only in case. today. But mm-hmm. <laughs> anyways, um, so they're about to stone her, but Jesus was walking by. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, you're about to stone this lady. Yeah, have any of you not sinned? Mm-hmm. Right. So even someone who is deemed, you know, in today's standards, the most immoral of society. You yeah. know, um looked down upon yeah sure you can say female empowerment but (laughs) clearly not um jesus's heart or you know our heart as christians wow Mm. um really goes out to them you know like yeah you got to reach out to people like that and some some part of me you know sometimes i just think to myself i'm like if jesus was on the earth right now Mm. as we were living (laughs) would jesus be saying that black lives matter you know, <laughs> that's, that's I, a, that's, no, no, like yeah. it's a, it's a valid point, but yeah. I was thinking more on the aspect of would, would we be found with Jesus? Cause Jesus was right. not here for the people who were well off. I right. might say, well, if I'm talking about Jews who were, you know, chosen by God, right? I, like he was here for the people who weren't. Yeah. Like the Samaritan woman. He was here for the people who like the, the homeless collectors. people you see on the street yeah. downtown or mm-hmm. wherever, you know, the person you see driving a broken, like down car or yeah. whatever, struggling through life. Like he right. was here for them. Yeah. Obviously now when you say it like that, he was here for all of us regardless right yeah. but in terms of physically like reaching out to people mm. he was there to help them you know and same way we should be out here to help not just people who are you know downcast because everybody has something that they're dealing with but like yeah any kind of situation that puts you at a disadvantage right in terms of knowing god's word and like knowing jesus mm. right mm. he was like we should be as he was there to help it yes. and, and against it. So if if it means that, you know, you're a black person and in the society you live in, police are always you know, against you. And yeah. that is acting as a barrier of getting you to know Jesus. Mm. Then, yeah, we got to help you. Yeah. Right. It's not not it's not so much of, oh, you're rich. You already have everything. Mm-hmm. Like even the rich man came too, and yeah. Jesus still attended to him. Yeah. So yeah. at the end of the day. Everybody's got a different criteria to meet, but right. we still got to help them as Christians. Yes, yes. But um, we probably will, you know, we'll, we'll move on to the next point. Of course. I think we've exhausted this one enough. Yeah, exhausted. Yo, guys, let Kay. me grab that water. 
hydrate myself. Yes, of course. Okay. Wow. I guess I'm going to take this one. Yes. Guys, slavery. Slavery. Wow. Ugh. Yeah. Slavery. Okay. So, um, when I think about slavery, um, I'm generally an objective person, or at least I'm okay. trying to be an objective person. So, usually, it, it doesn't come to me as, you know, black people in America being slaves. Um, okay. While that is a, you know, point of slavery... Because that's of the most recent one. You w- know? Well, yeah, yeah, but that's the most recent one, yeah. Mm-hmm. But just actually, mm, the yeah, mo- yeah. the the I don't want to say popular. It's but it's pretty much the most popular one. It's the one that yeah. has the most. Yeah, it, it is the most popular one. Yeah. Anyways, um, you know, my position is as a Christian, mm-hmm. right? That slavery is terrible. Of course. Um. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But. Slavery is also important hmm. to understand and know what kind of character it builds. Okay. And hmm. um, slavery is more than just physical. It's a uh, spiritual and it's a mental battle. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, slavery is past black people. Like, hmm. it's not about... When I say black people, I'm not, like, trying to be racist. What I mean is African-Americans or... yeah. Or people of color. Right. Like, okay. there have been white people who... Re- uh, well, you want to go there? Okay. Well... Well, okay, let me look. So well, if we go through a timeline of history... Yeah, you could do that. You could do that. But I was just going to go straight for it. Oh. Okay, well, let me let me quickly say. Okay. If you go through a timeline, um, the, the um, places where slavery happened um, that is most prominent in my mind is Israel because, you know, um, uh, the Israelites were enslaved for 400 years in Egypt. There's that. And then, yeah. And then I guess you could say in the judges era and around that era, but, um, there'd be times where the Israelites would be slaves to, I don't know, the Philistines, the Amorites, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> these people were being passed around <laughs> they, yes. nobody even bought them they were free <laughs> yeah weird i don't know um and then once you get to around jesus's time um i guess there are people who were still slaves and you could say like there were empire well not you could say there were empires like the greek empire that took over and then there was like the roman empire that took over um, back then, there was a Babylonian Empire that took over, and then the Persian Empire. So those empires did make Israelites and all con- all the countries that they took over their slaves. So there's that too, and um, even in Ephesians's time, not Ephesians's time, but like in the time that Paul was writing to the Ephesian church. Well, there goes a phone. I told you, ladies and gentlemen, uh-huh. you got to keep your phones out. Right. Well. Sometimes you need your phones for your notes. Anyways, so, um, yeah, at the time that Paul was writing to the Ephesians, there were still um, people who owned other, uh, I don't know, Israelites, but, like, other people as slaves. So that's why there was, I guess that was why Paul did talk about this bondservant master analogy here because this is what paul saw and this is what happened to happen during that time and um yeah and then i guess along the ages there might have been other people who put um other people as slaves but then i guess the most recent and the most prominent one was um colonization (laughs) where people came from Europe, um, a lot of other places, but mainly Europe, to come and take African people and take them to their country, I guess. Well, also, create create colonies, too, you know, and do business with them for their land and resources and stuff. Yeah. Um, With what you're saying, Mm -hmm. I really, you know, do agree, but you also have to realize that there's a difference between a slave and a servant. 
Okay. Like a servant. Okay, yeah, true. Yeah. Can be looked upon as a slave, but is mm-hmm. not a slave. Mm-hmm. And a slave is someone that is looked upon as a servant, mm-hmm. but is a slave. Okay. Right? Um, yeah. Uh, if you want to really go in. So we know Israel, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. uh, like white people have been slaves okay let's just let's just let's just keep it there i know i don't i'm not trying to say it as like yeah i'm looking at him with like slitted <laughs> eyes i'm not trying to mm-hmm. say it as like in terms of color or to defeat or you know to to put an equal ground between black people have been slaves white people i mean like in general it doesn't matter who you are you could be a slave yeah it doesn't okay. really matter who you are you could be a slave mm-hmm. now you could go into the mental and the spiritual part and we will go into that part yes. but right now even for the physical part like actually let's even touch on the mental part yeah let's say for example um hitler's regime okay right. so yeah man was out Scary. here chopping people i mean yeah man was out here chopping people you yeah. know and people like mostly jewish people yeah and, and germans of color you know, and gay people and disabled people yeah he yeah. was just chopping people you know yeah anyone man who had a chopping disorder <laughs> oh my gosh i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay but at the end of the day, what you realize is that the people who didn't like Hitler or the people who were forced, and when you say forced, I mean, were, un- were forced under Hitler's command, right. were, sl- were slaves. Okay. Yes. They weren't servants. Servants, you do something willingly. Mm. Like, you do it out of your own heart. Okay. Sure. You have a master. Sure. You know, you belong in somewhere, right? Like, mm. the, uh, the what's it called? The the aunt, right, mm. is, a, is a servant to the queen, you know, because, like, yeah. man's got to work. But yeah. also, he's going to eat too, yeah. right? So that's a servant. But they were mentally enslaved to okay. the idol- the ideology of Hitler. Right. Yeah. And that's where, like, a bigger issue is. But, you know, people were only seeing the physical chopping people mm. and shooting people yeah. and roasting people with chemicals. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, that's really, really serious. And lives are very important. And any life that is lost is... Any life that does not know Christ and is lost is sad. It's it's yes. it's, it's painful, yes. right? Yeah. But that mental aspect of slavery is something that like the world is dealing with. Like it's it's mm. it's so big right now that like imagine you give birth to a kid as a slave, right? Yeah. But the kid doesn't know that they're a slave, right? Because they're born of parents who were slaves right right right. now the kid in in general like when i say slaves you're not thinking of like physical slaves this kid is brought up with this mentality or this kind of ideology or this kind of you know like just this perception Mm -hmm. right that he's enslaved to right Right. and it like literally walks through life from that one angle right right yeah and so that's the kind of slavery i'm talking about here that like is all over the world and is tearing people apart Mm. right and now if you want to pass that it doesn't really matter like ancestral stuff Mm. yeah ancestral slavery now becomes more of tradition like in a way like it trickles down yeah like you know you know always like killing a cow you know for like weddings yeah or like doing this for weddings or always you know like things like that that everybody has done and our ancestors did it so we have to do it like no yeah Mm -hmm. The ancestors learned from the people before them, and they just happen to keep it, you know, keep it going. going. Yes, like you don't have to. Yeah, right? and yeah. and Jesus was there to break that too. So right. So that's one type of slavery that like is tough. It, it's 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 in the world. You can clearly see it. People are having trouble breaking away from it. Hmm. Right, and then there is the spiritual slavery. Oh, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, we enter the hot zone. Yes. Yeah, my feet are tingling, but we entered the hot zone. His feet are literally moving. (laughs) 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 His toes are literally wiggling. It's so funny. But the reason why I say this is the hot zone is because let's just say if you don't know this, yeah, know this now. Mm -hmm. Life is larger than you. Wow, your life is not yours. Okay, because at the end of the day. You can try and have everything in the world. In yeah. fact, you can ask some people who have everything in the world. Mm. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're dead. Like Yes. Or like whatever they've tried to go after has essentially killed them. 
it, yeah but yeah what i'm saying is okay let's take the richest people mm-hmm. on the planet you know bill gates yeah. Warren buffett some other big guys the rockefellers whatever right like like have hands in not just american economies or north american but like international and global economies right yes yeah i'm telling you there are probably some kings from past times who are richer than these guys when i say richer i mean they had more gold than was on <laughs> like trading like, yes. like you could trade on a stock market yeah yeah like more gold than the you know but at the same time like they had so much command and so much land mm. like like they had so much yeah and yet they still dead yeah honestly right? i think you definitely have to just know that um what god gives god will take away honestly so, so once you understand that your life is not your own we can yep. get into this part of spiritual slavery yes right yeah and god's perspective on it is is a, is a very strong one yes right but should not be confused with our perspective yeah or mm-hmm. mental slavery or, you know, or physical slavery right so let's just check out a bible scripture really quick of course we're gonna check out colossians uh three 22 and 24. Don't worry. I don't got that mad flipping flipping skill. That's not good. You have to flip through your Bible faster. Look, you know what I'm saying? This Bible is really great, but mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time finding verse That's 22. why. Oh, I found it. No, <laughs> I found it. Okay. I found it. All right. Ladies and gentlemen. you today. <laughs> so 22 says, Servants. Obey in all things your master according to the flesh, not with eye service or as men pleasers, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as it to the Lord and not unto men. Knowing that the Lord, ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance for ye serve the Lord Christ. Now, if you want to break this down Hmm. spiritually you can also be a slave yeah we know that whatever you feast your eyes on is what you're gonna like you're gonna exhibit yes right yeah and i guess you can really tackle the issue of you know like other broader subjects that involve like women's rights and men's rights and like things and like you know devil worshippers or, or things like that you know like yeah. the, the really creepy stuff that no, nobody wants to talk about but it's <laughs> clearly there is, cl- is creepy careful no, 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 i'm no, kidding no, no, i'm no. kidding yeah yeah i mean <laughs> i you know get you what meant I'm like saying. devil worship is creepy uh, yeah, but yeah obviously not. get what i'm saying <laughs> yeah but what i'm saying is is that right here when you're a slave to christ right mm-hmm it seems as if you're a safe slave to christ because for me, my, my my parents are Christian, so I was born and I became a Christian because I that's the only thing I've learned from right. them. So yeah. it may seem like I'm enslaved, you know, to that mentality, right? But then you mm. start to read more and you start to understand that it's actually a choice and that my parents, when they were younger, made a choice. And so I'm just a product of that choice. And mm. I still get to make my own choice, right? That's interesting. That's an interesting way to look at it because... Um, I know, like, when I talk to some of my friends who, um, some are Catholic, some are Buddhist, some are, you know, of different religions, it's, sometimes they speak as if they don't have a choice, like, they have to go to Mass, or they have to go to the temple, or they have to go to church, and when they grow up, and, like, when they leave their houses, it's like, you know, they think in their minds that they were forced to do all these things. And then, you know, some of them who, um, I, I think it's in their, it's in their minds. Like they don't really understand that they did have a choice as to continue in that way their parents went or like to not continue as their parents went. They just see it as, um, if they, sometimes they see it as if like as if they continue in the religion that their parents were it's like they're forcing themselves in there sometimes to make their parents happy sometimes to just feel something within themselves but like yeah it's an interesting way you put it hey it's just the it's just 
it's what it is and honestly as you as you grow up like when you're a young person yeah you can't really complain sad yeah. but truth you can't really complain mm-hmm. because they're, they're the ones giving you food yo they're sending you to school they're paying your bills yeah. not much to complain about yeah you're getting free life right but once you get to that age of like uh, for me it started becoming more like 16 17 18 mm-hmm. as i started getting older like stuff just started to open more like right. like uh, open itself and i think it's just god helping me to understand certain things and mm-hmm. the way they are but like when i see my parents i don't see them like i, I try not to look at them as my parents like okay. that i try to look at them as people as if i saw some elderly people not elderly because mm-hmm. they're not old but yeah. like if i saw you know a middle-aged couple just right. on the road yeah right because technically they may have kids and their kids may just look at them as parents but right. i see them from this perspective so mm-hmm. having that objective perspective is good mm-hmm. but so they've chosen you know so while it looks like i'm a slave they chose to be servants right right and that's what apostleship is that's what discipleship is mm-hmm. you're serving christ Mm. and technically the reason why you're serving christ is only because you know god made you for his pleasure so first of all there's no complaint there Mm -hmm. that you know oh i'm doing something against your will look yes god gave us a choice but at the end of the day everything that god made on the earth that includes you and i were made for his pleasure Mm -hmm. right so at the end of the day you may not be bringing him pleasure or doing what i was doing you know previously may not be bringing him pleasure but Mm. serving him trying to get to know him right Mm -hmm. brings him pleasure Mm. and so you know going back to my perspective being born of my parents i think or it would it would seem like i'm a slave to that mentality but i kept on reading understanding and i made mistakes which caused me to understand more right because you don't learn unless you do and make mistakes so i started understanding that no i'm not just a slave like Mm -hmm. I can actually choose to say no. Now, obviously, yeah. like when you have African parents, sometimes I mean, like no is a technically very <laughs> you're not saying no, but like no you're, is a you're, strong word. Yeah, in this case, you wouldn't really be saying no. I don't want to go to church. It's more like, hey, can I? You're you're like you'd be more grudgingly and exactly like, like you, you the really way you'd walk to the car is a little bit different if you were excited to go to church. you got to be able to stand so. as your own person and say your point and they yeah. gotta see and they have to see that you're not shaking yeah that's one thing but anyways <laughs> moving past that <laughs> um yeah so now you know i started to read more and i understood that i was not a slave yeah. spiritually i was a slave to sin because mm. i like doing bad stuff well it seems like you know like obviously bad stuff yeah seems you know good but like for example i always wondered how do kids know how to mess stuff up like nobody teaches right. them how to be bad yeah the kid does not have a manual on how to be mischievous because we're all born with sin we're born we're yeah, all born to do bad and we have to learn how to you, you know you're all born with sin and you have to learn to do good technically yes i mean there are some kids who are like naturally good but like not entirely you can watch a couple shows and you can see that when you live kids uh, when you leave kids alone yeah in a room and you Mm -hmm. tell them not to do something they eventually will do it yes like you're not around yeah they have their own (laughs) conscience you know yeah right but nonetheless understanding that my parents were serving and that because they were serving, to me, it looked like a slave, like maybe seemed like a slave, you know, spiritually, but I wasn't actually a slave, right? Mm. I just had to make the choice to either serve or not, right? Right. Yeah. My spirit was made free, you know, to to be closer to its maker, to be closer to, to Christ. Because mm-hmm. that breath of life that everybody, you know, is wondering about, like, you know, when you die, they give up the ghost and stuff. Yeah. That breath of life just goes back to god it's god's breath like right, he yeah. made us he mm-hmm. you know is there a plural for breathe breath he he breathes he breathed his life into Whoa. us guys he- english is <laughs> not my forte <laughs> anyways what i'm saying here is that spiritually you can be a slave to things that you subject yourself to mm. because it may seem like the physical affects the spiritual but it's the other way around right it's just so happened that the only way to pull down the spiritual is through the physical in a sense. Like like when I say for pulling down the spiritual, what I mean is if you want to see an effect on your spiritual life, 
don't read your Bible. You'll right. be drawn to a lot of other things. Of or course. if you want to know how adverse your spiritual life is, try and do the things of God. And just tell me how you feel if you're annoyed, if you don't want to be there. Yeah. That's just explaining where your spirit is at. Right. Yeah. Sure. You may think it's your soul and because you know you're in your mind, you don't want to do it. Mm. But what if it's just singing a song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What if it's just singing a song? Mm. I mean, I like songs. Lauren Dago has a really, really wonderful song. You say, like when I first heard it, I thought it was Adele. Right? I, I'm like, I huh? I low-key have issues with Lauren Dago. I know, no, I know. Everybody but does. like, nonetheless, I heard it and I'm like, <laughs> Adele? Huh? Is that you? <laughs> and I asked my brother. I'm like, Yo, who sang that song? Because I hadn't heard it before. I mm-hmm. don't listen to much music like Discovery. Yeah. And so he told me, I'm like, Dad. So there must be like a lot of Christians who've heard this, right? And yeah. The lyrics are powerful. Mm-hmm. The lyrics are powerful. I mean, uh, the uh, the lyrics are powerful. But th- one they thing, are powerful. one thing you have to understand <laughs> is that it's not just about the lyrics. Mm. Yeah, the lyrics gets you, and they start to recite in your mind thing. But it's also the source. You know, mm. I can give you, I can give you pancakes, right? Mm-hmm. I I showed you the recipe. I made it from the recipe, right? Yeah. But if in my heart I don't want to make pancakes for you or you know i'll just mess it up because of my heart not necessarily like the pancake mess recipe is messed up yeah so the source of the music is you know like the crucial yes and so in the same way the things you subject yourself to kind of are crucial to your spiritual life Hmm. and that's why reading your bible and praying every day and fasting fasting let's not neglect fasting yeah is very crucial to your spiritual life it mm-hmm. seems like nothing and it seems like some like, like it doesn't seem like anything's happening mm-hmm. until a situation comes that challenges that one thing you've been doing yeah that's right true. and you show how you commit yourself so uh, going back you see that you're not necessarily enslaved mm-hmm. right you're not enslaved to sin you're not enslaved to anything that people say, you know, like, oh, everybody wants money. You're not enslaved to money. Yeah. <laughs> you can live without money. Yeah. Right? Technically. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, even, it's just the way we design society. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure there was a time where people did not have money. Yeah. How did they do stuff? Yeah. They lived. Yeah. Still. This, yeah. The society, <laughs> we definitely right? need money so to live. So it seems like that. But like in in a way, like I'm just saying, like yeah. you're not a slave to money. Mm-hmm. Right. Money does not di- dictate your life or should not di- dictate D- your yes. life. Yeah. Right. And the same way, the things we subject ourselves to. Right. Is going to show or the things that we serve ourselves, you know, like watch, listen, hear, even see which same thing as watch but see yeah um will dictate you know how we are in the spiritual realm mm. and so in order to not be enslaved spiritually we have to make sure that we understand what is the foundation of our spiritual freedom mm. and it's christ yes right because yes. as you said we're previously enslaved to sin yes. spiritually and again adam sin everybody following after the guy yeah. before christ i know even after christ right christ yeah. was now a pathway you know before yes. it was a one-way road and yeah. now christ came and said nope you can use this way too because yeah. that road leads to death yes right yeah. and this road now lives, leads to life right mm. so at the end of the day spiritual slavery is a thing but you it, you know it, it should not be your thing yes right and, and i think that's just crucial for any young person anybody to hear is that at the end of the day you should make sure that if you're doing something you're serving you're not enslaved you're serving to those people who are enslaved i pray that you will be free from yep. whatever it is yeah um as the popular song says we are no longer slaves to fear but we are children of god you know um yeah. also that song says like a whole bunch of things like god split the sea so that the children of Israel can walk through and technically we can walk through and um, yeah, we're not slaves to fear. We're not slaves to um, anything we watch. As you said, anything we watch, see, do. Yeah. Um, we got to understand yeah. that life is bigger than just us. And mm-hmm. so the way we, you know, the way we move in this spiritual as a Christian, right? Mm-hmm. You got to understand that 
that affects everything around you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes at school, you know, if I did not pray that morning, I'd be worried about something. Right. I didn't yeah. necessarily, like, it took me a while to understand it, but uh, once I just prayed about, you know, Lord, I put everything on you, like, please mm-hmm. just make today go really smoothly and really well. And then it does. And it does, but I didn't, I just like, oh my God, today's amazing. Yeah. But, uh, like, you have to remember you prayed about it, and then you mm-hmm. give thanks to God because, right. you know. Yeah. Right? So, spiritual slavery is a thing, but, well, slavery is a mm-hmm. thing, but when we start to understand that, we're not slaves actually Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and we're actually free and jesus has made a way for us to be free Mm -hmm. right you know what i'm gonna hit you guys up with a scripture you know another one because no no dj college please no dj college oh i didn't even think of that see spiritual freedom mental mental freedom wow okay Um, (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna gonna hit you guys up with uh romans 8 i believe that's what it is is that is it romans 8 28 because that's it popular one no <laughs> it's the therefore a uh, condemnation uh spirit of fear nope come on romans 8 uh, hold on hold on hold on hold on yeah life in the spirit here we go there's therefore now no condemnation to them which are in christ jesus who walk not after the flesh right you're in following the things you know you're in tracing that fast car or the bag you're trying mm-hmm. to stack no cash, no. Yeah. But after the spirit. Mm-hmm. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death, which is the law that rules. Honestly, the law that rules us today. Well, Not me, I'm free. <laughs> but the law that rules a lot of the earthly things that we interact with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh. Imagine, bro, you're trying to defeat something Mm -hmm. and then you come as that thing to defeat it, but also free people from it. Yeah. Like, like. I guess Jesus could have come as a spirit. I, he did send the Holy no, Spirit. No, but then, after. you know, Jesus came as man as to deliver us. God man sent from Jesus sin, you know. in the likeness of sinful flesh. Not in sinful flesh. You know, yeah. In the likeness. That's the key word right there. In the likeness. He looked like a man. Mm-hmm. He walked like us. He had experiences that men will have. Mm-hmm. What is it trying to, you know, work and make money and be sustainable and this? He had experiences that men will have. Yeah. Yeah. But for sin, condemned sin in the flesh. So while in the likeness of a man, he went and punched out the ultimate enemy. Yeah. Death. Mm-hmm. Which is the wage of sin. But the wage of sin is death. You know what I'm yes. saying? Yeah. But this right here, you know, we can finish it off in verse four and say, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, we can keep on reading on, you know, to be cardinally minded is death and to be spiritually minded is life and peace. You know, you know, but I think for seven really, really captures what I'm talking about. Like this whole slavery spiritually, it says, because the carnal mind is animity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Meaning, if you don't know God, you using your mind, right? The carnal mind, your your fleshly mind, mean your brain, like the things you think about, your soul, your, yeah. your thoughts, right? yeah. your heart condition, right? Mm. Is against God. Just That's what we mean by you're being born, you know, by sin. Everybody is born into sin. Yeah. Right? But... Because that mind is not subject to the law of God, it's not, it's not following, it's not subjecting, it's not, it's not willingly serving the law of God. That's exactly what we right. Mm-hmm. It's not willingly serving the law of God, right? And it can't be apparently. <laughs> so then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God, right? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Meaning, unless we know God, as we, you know, as we like, this is just explaining exactly all the things we talked about. But we yeah. just like to, you know, shoot at it with straight like words, from the Bible. and then yeah, and the word, the Bible just like shoots it straight as an arrow yeah. and like goes through everything, all yeah. the jibber jabber, and <laughs> pins it straight on the bullseye. Say, this is it. Yeah. If you guys can't see this, then you need help. Yes. But nonetheless, it says, "But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit." If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, in the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him that is raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that is raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. This is pretty much just talking about God and what he did for Jesus and he could do for us. Yeah. That's simply it. There's nothing, there's no huge, huge, you know, word you can say or like big, high sounding thing. It it is as simple as this right here. Yeah. If you want to be free, it's right here. Yeah. Romans 8, 11. He's going to quicken you so you're free from that slavery of sin. Mm-hmm. and you don't have to die. What it means by death is not the death uh, like, uh, uh, he's in the ground, he's six, six feet under. No, no, no. No. This is the death that, like, you can't come back from. It's the death that, like, you know, people say, oh, my God, I, our prayers, we hope he's, you know, in heaven and things like that. Yeah. You know, there's only one way to heaven, and it's Jesus Christ. So if you're praying for this person who died and they didn't know Jesus Christ, is your prayer useless? You know what? Yes. I mean, just to say it straight up, yes. Right. And if you mm. need Jesus Christ and you didn't tell them about Jesus Christ and they died, then you didn't do what Jesus sent you to do. Right. So well. people <laughs> like <laughs> this is this is some hard truth, but yeah. this is what the Bible does. It comes as like a sword and just it just takes the matter and says, Oh, uh, that's it. Yes. And yeah. we need to understand that that the law of Christ, right, is the standard, mm-hmm. at least for us. For me, in my life, if I'm looking at somebody, right, mm. the law of Christ is the standard in how I relate with that person. Yes. And if I'm not relating to that person, you know, with the standard of the law of Christ, right, mm-hmm. then I need help and I need to pray. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But That's nonetheless, true. spiritually, we're not enslaved. Mm-hmm. So if anybody's saying, yo... Yo, we got to do it for our ancestors. You know, I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. If you're saying you'll represent black, I'm like, what I understand, but no. Yeah. You we are to represent Christ. You understand? So. We're, we're two different people. Yeah. You can yeah. also be different in the same way. So if anybody is out here and saying, yeah, 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 bro, you're my brother from another mother. uh, Yeah, sure. You know, you know mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. God made yeah. all of us. So yeah. sure. But if you come to me and you say, oh, bro come on you man like you know help a brother out i'm like i understand but it's not that yeah it's not helping a brother out because we somehow have some relationship from our ourselves no yeah i'm i'm not dealing like the answer what the ancestors did is their problem <laughs> jesus christ has made me free so what i do is my mm. problem i I, ha- I only have christ to deal with right and so that's okay. what you know I think people just need to see that mm. like you're not held back by this ancestor. Sure, yeah, their your their decisions affected the way we see things today. Yeah. Right? I mean like if, you know, people in Canada said that they wanted to build a railway or did not want to build a railway across the country, mm. maybe we might not have, you know, the railway across the country. Right. Yeah. So yeah, but that's in their time. We could have still chosen to build a railway across the country even now. Yeah. Yeah. If we if we thought about it, right? Mm-hmm. So we're not spiritually enslaved we are spiritually servants to god because we need to get back to where we once were which is chosen of god Mm. that's simply it Mm -hmm. and life is a it's a whole journey it doesn't have to be too long but it's a whole journey so yeah yeah. sorry for taking so long no it's okay yeah tolu is talking i mean not like it's a bad thing but um you can see that he he's very passionate about this topic. Not like that's a bad thing, but um, I was I'm just listening, just listening. Um, but I think 
I hope it relates to what we're talking about, but um, in the scripture, it talks about us not minding the things of the flesh. Verse yeah, 5, yeah. we shouldn't be minding the things of the flesh, but... Um, Okay, let me read it. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. So, you know, if um, you do see that as a Christian, you don't really want to read, you don't have an inclination to read your Bible when um, you don't really pray, you're not really like um, there when people are sharing the Bible in church or even like with with other christian friends around you or like your family maybe um um this this verse basically just says take yourself away from the things that um that i guess the things that satisfy the flesh and what that technically means is that things <laughs> you want me to explain no you can bible scripture that what which bible scripture i think it's in uh Peter? What? Okay. Where he what talks he about um the issues of the flesh are Oh, um yes, cuz the fruits of the spirit the fruit of the spirit is love and then inside it is joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Those all from my mind. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I think in the verse before that or in the verses after that mm -hmm. it talks about like um um a whole bunch of bad stuff that basically represents sin three <laughs> things the lust of the flesh the lust of the oh okay i was thinking of that verse in ephesians oh. that talks about you know the fruit of the spirit yeah. and then behind it they're like but i don't I don't think it says the fruits of the flesh are blah, all those things but yes the um, what were you saying again? The the three things. Yeah, lust of the flesh. Lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. So, it's if that simple, if you're engaging with things that fall into those three really what fall into those three categories. Yeah, yeah, like fall into those three categories that you feel like satisfaction in. I'm not saying like say someone. This this will be a bad example, but say someone really, really likes baking and baking is their passion. They love making cookies, um, um, cupcakes, cakes, the whole the whole nine, you know, if um, if that's all they think about and if that's all they obsess about, then something is wrong. Not saying baking is bad, but, you know, that thing really, really satisfies them now obviously taking it to more practical perspective i don't know why i thought of that baking example because i don't know but if you take it to more practical example like um watching movies you shouldn't be watching why are you watching uh stuff that is sexual why are you reading things that are sexual you know um like it's not hard to think of examples that um that people watch um that people read that will fulfill like your your desires like you feel good watching it now um yeah so putting it back to the scripture the bible says that you should not mind those things that you shouldn't even like pay attention to those things anyways you know yeah they so, shouldn't be in your mind yes all. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um not like not thinking of those things like not even like giving those things entertainment like if your friend's like oh have you seen this new netflix special you're like no i haven't <laughs> you know not yeah so um no, this yeah. verse so? basically <laughs> in that in that section of setting your minds on the things of christ um, not minding those things of the flesh, not even paying attention to those things, not watching them, not looking at them, not going to places that you shouldn't, but um, um, reading the Bible, reading good Christian content, 
watching godly things on YouTube or watching godly movies, watching godly teen shows. Yeah, the Bible Project. I I honestly really, really love their videos. Like the way they explain things and like the their animations are just stellar like uh, honestly yeah god bless them but you know things like that like listening to godly podcasts listening to the audiobook of the bible <laughs> you know like actively trying to set your mind on the things of christ you start little by little and then eventually you get to the point where you don't you don't want to watch the na- latest movie that has come out. It don't bug you. Yeah. <laughs> it's you know? not of importance to you. Exactly. So bring it back to mental and spiritual slavery. You, by the grace of God, we all pray that we will not be a slave to the things of the flesh, like things that 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 you that excites you unnaturally but things of god and things of um yeah things of god basically so we pray that as christians that we won't have our minds enslaved to those um to sin but we pray that we will have our minds fixed on god and on jesus and on his word basically amen to that yeah Amen. Yeah. Yo, this is getting pretty long. I don't yeah. think yo, if you guys are still listening, props to y'all. Okay. Because, you know, you tell yourself, yeah, it's going to be short. And then you look at the time and it's like, dang, that that wasn't short. Whoops. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but nonetheless, um, mm. we'll just, you want to hit off the last one? Yeah. The last point, bringing it home. You want to bring I it mean, home? I thought I brought it home, but. I oh, guess not. We did bring it home, actually. We did bring it home. Yeah, we really did bring it home. Wow, guys. So, yeah, slavery isn't physical, ancestral, but mental and spiritual. And, yeah, we've we've talked about what that meant. Um, yeah. And it's not just black lives really matter, but lives do really matter. I didn't say all lives. I said lives do really matter. There's yeah, a there's just there's just something about all lives matter that doesn't sit right in my spirit. It doesn't sit right in my spirit. But in Christ, every single life is precious. Like Amen. I said in the beginning. Amen. Um, no, no one should be hurt. No one should be harmed by the enemy by the justice system by anything that the enemy can use to get to you that can stop you from knowing christ yeah needs to be removed that's it yeah that's it and anyone who is who who thinks that that's wrong like why why would you argue over something like that like every life is precious in god's hands it's the standard of god he's the one who made us yeah do what he wants yeah so like yeah all you do is pray that god will let you see tomorrow because <laughs> take a breath yet not sleep <laughs> like yeah you don't know yeah so uh, yeah anyways also to help you guys just you know maybe you want to look more into this topic mm-hmm. maybe you want to see more about slavery and things like that we got some other scriptures you know for you to look into because this. if we read them we'd be here for hours i mean not really hours unless you don't listen to us for hours <laughs> uh, but yeah there are, I guess, a lot of scriptures, but let me just give you guys a few. You can read First Peter 2, like the whole chapter really touches on slavery and servants. Not slavery, more of serving. Sorry. Mm. Slavery is, no, no, no. Yeah. Now that's like Old Testament, you know, Israel was being bad, bad, bad. Yeah, yeah. But serving. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And so serving is shown in First Peter 2. You can read from like, I guess, 11 on. There's First uh, Timothy verses 6, 1 and 2. Uh yeah, Romans eight, mm-hmm. legit. <laughs> you yeah. can you can grab that. The whole too. chapter, honestly. Um, you can also grab Romans seven. You can even read all of Romans. That's like if if you really want to have like a whole Bible study, just mm-hmm. take Romans and go. Uh, Matthew twenty talks about something you know touching about serving God, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess you know Galatians three, twenty eight, and Galatians five the regulations just in it together yeah. touches on these things and and these scriptures are very important you know because at the end of the day these are the things we're talking about minding you want to mind the things of god yeah you're going to praise god you're not singing 
oh lord you know you you just give me so much money lord i can't do so much you know like you're not thinking about minding the things of the flesh in god's presence you're right. thinking about how god helped you when you knew Get that you weren't worthy things, yeah technically yeah well they're just a result of you, you know, following God, you know, because right. God decides to bless you as yeah. he pleases. Mm-hmm. I'm not complaining with God and I feel like nobody should complain with God because you're not even on that level. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but nonetheless, these scriptures will help, you know, you and me too. And, and me three. <laughs> um, just have a better understanding of what serving God you know, yes. looks like. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, dive deeper into the Bible. Definitely. And share with your friends. Yeah. Um, thank you for joining us at the table. I'm glad you brought your Bible. I'm thankful it was New King James or King James. <laughs> thank you. Know you. What it is. Yes. Okay, guys, we out. Yes. See you next time. See ya. <laughs>